I'm going to read two different settings of scripture today. And um, so if you would like to share the reading of God's word with me, I'm going to ask you to turn, first of all, to the book of Luke, chapter 18, Luke chapter 18. And we are going to read beginning with the 15th verse. And then we are also going to go to the book of Matthew, but we're going to start with Luke chapter 18, verse number 15. And they brought unto him Jesus, also infants, so that he would touch them. But when the disciples saw it, they rebuked them. And Jesus called them unto him and said, Suffer the little children to come unto me, and forbid them not, for... Such is the kingdom of God. They brought the infants to him so that he would touch them. Now go with me to Matthew chapter 8, verse number 1. Matthew chapter 8, verse number 1. And when he, Jesus, was come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. And behold, there came a leper and worshipped him, saying, If thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. And Jesus put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will be thou clean. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. Now I'm going to stop reading right there this morning. Ask that you bow your heads and Let's pray together that the Lord will just help us and enable us here today. Father, we are grateful today for the presence of the Lord that we have felt here in this place. And we ask you this morning, Heavenly Father, to just bless your word today. I ask that you would touch our hearts and give us ears to hear and hearts to receive. I readily admit in my own ability I am inadequate and incapable. But if you will touch me and if you will anoint me, Lord, and make me to be an effective instrument in your hand to speak your word, I pray here to, today, God, that you will give me unction and liberty in the house of the Lord. And Lord, in doing so, I know that your name will be glorified and their people will be uplifted and encouraged. And we ask these things here today in the precious name of Jesus. And everyone in agreement with that prayer said amen. So I want to title the message this morning, The Touch of the Master's Hand. The Touch of the Master's Hand. What I would like for you to notice, first of all, is that both of the scriptures from the text that we have read together here this morning tell us about those who sought to be touched by the hand of the Lord. There were those that brought their children and they sought that he would touch their little ones. There were those that sought the master for a need in their own life or a need that existed in themselves. But they, but they all came because they somehow were made aware of the, power, or the fact that there was power in the touch of the master's hand. 
Nearly 200 times the gospel uses the words hands and touch. Nearly 200 times you can count in the gospel. And when the reference is used, it is more often than not, it is used as a reference to the touch of the master. If you are a student of the Bible this morning, then you know that Jesus at times touched the blind eyes and they were open. You will read that he was, he was uh, able to touch the deaf ear and they were unstopped. He touched the fevered brow of Peter's mother-in-law and the fever left. He touched the dead and they were raised. Little children did not detour him or dissuade him. And even the leprous skin... The leprous skin of a leper did not repulse him or disgust him. In fact, Jesus didn't even hesitate to handle the filthy feet of the disciples that were road dusty from the trip that they had made. Amen. There in the upper room that night when they had finished the, the last supper and he, he'd washed their feet. So the first thing that I want you to know that is that all throughout Scripture... Jesus is seen as reaching out to the lost and touching the hurting and touching the brokenhearted and touching those that were in need of healing and restoration. The first thing that I want to point out to you this morning is that the, the, the touch of the master's hand is in reality the very touch of the hand of God. James, or John, I should say, John chapter 6 and verse number 38. This is what Jesus stated. He said, for I have come down from heaven not to do my own will, but I have come to do the will of him who has sent me. In other words, my hands have come to do the will and the work of God. My hands have come to do the work and the will of my Father. Jesus said in John chapter 9 verse 1 through verse 3 or verse 4, the Bible said that Jesus passed by one day and he saw a blind man that was blind from his birth and his disciples asked him, Lord, who did sin that this man should be born, amen, blind, that this man should be born this way? Was it this man that sinned or was it his parents that sinned? And Jesus said, neither Neither of them, this man has not sinned and his parents have not sinned. But he said that the works of God could be manifest or might be manifest in him. And then Jesus said, I must work the work of him that sent me. And again, Jesus is saying that my hands and my mission and my work is to do the will of God himself. So the first thing that I want us to understand is that the touch of the master's hand is in reality the touch of the very hand of God. The psalmist says concerning the hands of God. Psalms 104 verse 28, the psalmist said, Lord, you give unto the children of men and they gather it up. You open your hand and they are filled with blessings. Psalms 145 verse number 16, the Bible says that he opens his hand and he satisfies the desire of every living thing. 
The key point that I want us to understand this morning is that the touch of the master's hand is the touch of the hand of God. And there is power in the touch of the hand of God. As human beings, the scriptures have declared that we have been made in the image of God. We are a triune being. We are made of three parts. We are body, soul, and spirit. And our sense of touch is a very important part of our natural earthly existence. I am certain that we would all agree that as human beings that we relate to this earth and this world with and through the power of our natural senses. From birth, every one of us, is wor- if our body is working correctly, we are gifted with five invaluable senses. The sense of sight, the sense of hearing, the sense of taste, the sense of smell, and the sense of of touch. And while each one of these senses are important in helping us to relate to the world, I ask you just to stop for a moment and think of how impaired that we would be if we were missing any of those five senses. Think of how impaired we would be if we were without our sense of sight. Think of how impaired that we would feel without our sense of hearing or how unpleasant life would be, amen, without our sense of taste and if everything, amen, had no flavor. Wow. Think for a moment of how difficult it would be to go through life uh, without the sense of touch and never knowing the, the gentle touch of the one that we love. Amen. What I want us to see is that, amen, a simple touch can be a a very powerful and a very potent thing. It can have a very valuable effect upon our life. Select Health is one of the major insurance providers here in our region, and they report an affectionate touch can reduce stress. For others, because our touch has the power and the ability to transmit and to relay our support and our reassurance to those who are struggling. A simple touch can convey security and safety. A simple touch can convey protection and validation. Amen. Select Health Reports goes on to say that an affectionate touch can help protect us from illness and disease because the the touch has the power to communicate affection, devotion, and value. A simple affectionate touch can improve and increase our heart health. An affectionate touch can make us happier, reduce our fears, reduce our pain, and increase our longevity. Amazing, isn't it? What I'm trying to point out is that the five senses that we have been given are extremely powerful, and they are capable of touching us in ways that we do not even realize. They are powerful gifts from the Lord. Let me share a couple of examples with you from a personal perspective. I love the beach. My daughter-in-law and my son said, amen. I, I lo- it's incredibly relaxing. I can just sit for hours and watch the waves come in 
and watch the waves roll out. It's rejuvenating. It's like I can just let everything go with the tide. It relaxes. I love watching the waves roll in and out. Seeing the vasture and the grandeur of it all confirms in my spirit that my God is a big, big God. Amen. Taking the aroma of a salt sea, seeing the sights, hearing the sounds, uh, and allowing my senses to take it all in is powerful and refreshing in the inner man. Amen. Causing me to unwind and as they say, chill out. It's relaxing. It's like letting all of the negativity roll out. It's renewing and refreshing. That is the power, amen, that the senses affect the emotional part of our well-being. Our senses can be very powerful things in our life. I'll give you another example of the, the sense of taste, how it can have an impact upon your life. Cody and I, some years ago, traveled to Dallas, Texas, and we were, we were going out to eat. We landed in a place called Babe's Chicken Dinner House. The decor and the atmosphere was rustic. It reminded me of my days of my childhood. The meal was a southern-style, family-style kind of thing. Fried chicken, mashed potatoes, corn, green beans, gravy. Homemade biscuits. I mean, it's the kind of food that I grew up, you know, eating. And all of that just, it was sort of nostalgic. We sat there for a little while and we finished our meal. And I mean, it was a great meal. And the little waitress come by and she started telling us about all of the different dessert options. And when she got to chilled banana pudding, I was hooked. <laughs> She brought the banana pudding to the table and set it down, and I had one bite. And immediately, that taste and that flavor in my mind carried me back to my grandmother's kitchen table. And tears filled my eyes to the point where Cody looked at me and he said, Dad, are you all right? <laughs> I'm like, I know that ain't the natural reaction to banana pudding, but... <laughs> But I, I mean, I was so, I mean, the flavor was so spot on that a flood of memories of a person that I loved and held in high esteem just flooded back into my mind. And I was so moved with emotion just simply because of the flavor of the banana pudding. They can be pa very powerful things. They can be very powerful gifts. What I want to point out to you this morning is that our senses are an, an incredible gift from God. They are, amen, a gift from a gracious God, all five of them. But, amen, they're the most important of that is the, the, the sense of touch. And this morning, I mean, while that gift is so powerful in the natural, I want to talk to you this morning about the touch of a far superior hand. The touch of a far superior hand and the touch, amen, uh, uh, of the master who can literally change your life. Go with me for just a few moments as we look and showcase some of the power in the master's hand. The first thing that I want to point out to you is that the touch of Jesus or the touch of the master is an intimate touch. 
It is an intimate touch. The Bible tells us in our text that Jesus comes down from the mountain and a leper comes and worships him saying, Lord, if you will, you can make me clean. And Jesus put forth his hand and touched him saying, I will be thou clean. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. I would submit to you this morning that when Jesus touched this leper, it demonstrated a desire on his part to become intimately involved in this man's life. One touch, it was a one-on-one kind of touch. One touch, it was a one-on-one, amen, personal participation kind of expression. Understand that Jesus could have avoided this man. He could have shunned him and ignored him. He could have stepped aside and rejected any contact with him. He could have evaded him and steered clear of him. He could have had somebody haul him out of the way, amen, But Jesus was willing to meet this man at his point of need. I came to tell somebody this morning that God, our God is willing to step down right in the middle of where we live. Amen. God is willing to meet us at the point of our need. God is willing to step into the messy and the unpleasant areas of our life. He's willing to step into the complicated and the problematic areas of our life. Our God is a God who is willing to get intimately involved in the lives. Amen. Because his touch is an intimate touch and he can touch your life in ways that nobody else can. Amen. He does not, this leper does not doubt that Jesus can make him clean. But he says, Lord, if you will, you can make me clean. He doesn't doubt that Jesus can. He just doubts if he will. Hello? Amen. He doesn't doubt that he can. He just doubts whether or not he will. Amen. Lord, I know you can if you will. We need to remember that in, amen, that in time and in in the culture that this man lived, amen, he was an outcast and one of the most revolting people on the planet. They were considered under the law of Moses to be unclean and impure. They were considered to be infectious and contaminating. They were considered to be, amen, amen, literally the untouchable of society. But what I want you to see this morning is that Jesus was not only willing to touch him and get involved with him, but that Jesus' touch was an intimate one-on-one personal kind of thing thing. If you are here this morning and you are like this leper and you know that Jesus can, amen, enter into the messy areas of your life but you're not sure that he will, I came to tell you today, amen, that you amen, you know the need amen, that his life amen, had in him and he knew that only the answer was in Christ. Amen, if you're here this morning and you know that you need a touch from God And you know that he's able, but you're not sure if he will. I came to tell you he will and he can touch your life. Um, Amen. You need to know that God is willing. 
amen, to touch and give you what you have need of. You need to know that God is willing to step down into the messy and the unkept areas of our life and bring healing and health and restoration in every part of our being. His touch this morning is an intimate touch. Secondly, his touch is a cleansing touch. Amen. When Jesus put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will be thou clean. Immediately, the Bible said that his leprosy was cleansed. The leper was cleansed by the touch of Jesus. Understand that when the Bible speaks of leprosy, it is often, it refers to a kind of sin. Leprosy is a type of sin, meaning that a cleansing a leper is a type of salvation. This leper comes to Jesus asking to be made clean, and Jesus touches him and cleanses him. The point that I want you to see today is that Jesus didn't have to think about it. He didn't have to maul it over. He didn't have to give it some thought. The leper said, if you can, he meant, or I know you can, if you will. And Jesus just simply said, I will be thou clean. And he was clean. He touched him and made him ever with whole. Beloved, the powerful touch of the master's hand is not only an intimate touch, but it is also a cleansing touch. It is a touch that will look beyond our polluted and contaminated sinful soul and touch our hearts and make us clean. Maybe you are here this morning, amen, and there are some areas of your life that are unclean and contaminated by sin. Maybe you are here this morning and there are some areas of your heart that are polluted and unsanitary by your thoughts and your actions and your desires maybe you are here this morning and you know that God can make you clean but you're just not sure if he will let me tell you this morning he can and he will touch your life and make you ever with whole Hebrews 13 and 8 says he's Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is who he was and who he will always be. So if he did then, he will now. Hello? Our problem is we're like the leper. We're not sure if he will do it for us. But I want you to know the Bible says that he is no respecter of persons. If he did it for the leper, he will do it for you. Hello? If he did it for the leper, he will do it for you. His touch is an intimate touch, and his touch is a cleansing touch. Number three, his touch is a transforming touch. Amen. When Jesus touched this man who had been alienated and outcast, he was changed forever by the transforming power of the hand of the master. Let me just remind you this morning that God's hand, amen, or God has transformed a many a life. You can read it down through the word of God. Amen. God touched Abram and made him an Abraham. God touched Jacob and he became Israel. God touched Simon and made him Peter. Amen. Which means that God transformed him from a pebble to a rock. 
God touched Moses the murderer and transformed him into a leader and a lawgiver. God touched a, a defeated prophet by the name of Elijah who was hiding in a cave and God transformed him into a mighty prophet of the Lord. God touched amen, the apostle John, one of the sons of thunder, amen, and turned him into the apostle of love. You hear what I'm saying this morning? God is able to transform our lives in an instant, in a moment, with just one touch. Hmm. Jesus is still in the transforming business today. He touches or transforms the sinner into saint. He touches or transforms an offender into the forgiven. He transforms, uh, amen, our darkness into light. Uh, he transforms our spiritual death uh, into eternal life. Uh, he transforms our hearts uh, and our desires. He transforms uh, our blindness into sight. Uh, the Bible said that we become a new creation and a brand new creature. Behold, all things are passed away and behold all things become new just by the touch of the master's hand his touch changes everything his touch transforms our lives number four his touch is an illuminating touch it brings revelation and understanding and life and light his touch is an illuminating touch the Bible said in Psalms 146, verse 8, The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord raises up those who are bowed down. The Lord loves righteousness. Jesus said in Luke chapter 4 and verse number 18, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted and preach deliverance to the captive and the recovery of sight to the blind and to set at liberty them that are broken. The old hymn sings amazing grace. How sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I am found. I was blind, but thank God now I see. Amen. Why? Because his touch is an illuminating touch that lights our path and gives us liberty and light and love and gives us a path to walk. Mm. Hallelujah. Have you this morning experienced that liberating touch of the master's hand? His touch grants revelation and understanding. His touch, amen, grants us insight and perception. His touch gives us discernment and wisdom. His touch illuminates and enlightens. His touch informs and instructs. His touch educates and expounds. His touch gives illumination and gives light and gives, amen, life for us to walk in because of the power of the touch of the master. Number five, his touch is a life-giving touch. A life-giving touch. How many of you have just stood amazed when you read how that Jesus touched those who were dead and they were lifted up? 
from the grave. Amen. There are several, several instances throughout the word of God where Jesus raised the dead. A rich ruler of the synagogue, Jairus, comes to Jesus and says, my daughter is laying at the point of death. Come and lay your hand on her and she will live. Jesus proceeds to go and he's touched by the woman with the issue of blood and he stops. The whole thing is held up and someone comes to tell Jairus from Jairus' house, don't trouble the master. Your daughter is already dead. She's already died. Jesus looks at Jairus and says, don't be afraid. Only believe. They go to Jairus' house. They're weeping and those that are mourning and those that are all around the place. Jesus says, why are you weeping and why do you make this ado? She's only asleep. And they laughed him to scorn. He walked in, the Bible says, you'll find it in Mark chapter 5. He walks into where this damsel was asleep and he touched her and took her by the hand. And said, damsel, I say unto you, arise. And she arose. Amen. His touch is a life-giving touch. Luke chapter 7, there is a widow woman that is heading out of the city of Nain. And she is following a casket that holds the body of her only son. They are weeping and headed to the graveyard. And Jesus walks up to this procession, lays his hand upon the casket and says, arise, and turn their procession into a parade, because the man got up. Amen. How about, how about Lazarus, dead in the grave for four days? Jesus said, roll back the stone. They roll back the stone, and Jesus cries with a loud voice, Lazarus, arise. His touch is a life-giving touch. Amen. Let me just tell you, Jesus said that I am come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. If you're not experiencing life and that more abundantly, amen, I know a Savior that can resurrect the joy, resurrect the peace, and resurrect the life in your heart and in your life this morning because His touch, amen, gives life. His touch gives life and that more abundant. His touch, amen, is able to resurrect things that have died and, and gone in your soul and in your spirit. His touch can bring things in your heart back to life. I could go on and on this morning, but his touch is an intimate touch. His touch is a cleansing touch. His touch is a transforming touch. His touch is an illuminating touch. His touch is a life-giving touch. His touch is a reassuring touch. His touch is a healing touch. His touch is a touch of deliverance. His touch illuminates and gives life. And when Jesus touches our life, I promise you nothing will ever be the same again when he touches your heart when he touches your life he is able to amen by the power of his touch amen to change your heart change your life forever mm. hallelujah 
Do you know what he can do in your heart today? Have you experienced his touch? Have you experienced his illuminating touch? Have you experienced that intimate touch? Have you experienced the touch of the master's hand that brings healing and life to your heart? Amen. His touch this morning, his name is Jesus and he is all about touching lives. Amen. When God began to put this word upon my heart, I prayed, Lord, I want you to touch the people. Amen. I want you to minister to their hearts. I want you to touch their souls. I promise you, there is no touch like the master's touch. Mm. As powerful and amen, encouraging as the human touch can be, there is no touch like the master's touch. Bow your heads, please. There is no touch like the master's touch. Whether you are burdened down this morning, whether you are discouraged here this morning, whether you just want to learn and love him more, maybe you are here this morning and you need the touch of the master's hand. I want you to know today that his touch is a powerful touch capable of bringing change in your life like no other. Heads are bowed and eyes are closed all over the building today. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your blessings. We thank you for the touch of the master Jesus. We thank you that his touch brings life and liberty to our soul. Thank you that his touch is an illuminating touch and a, a touch that brings, amen, brings life to us. Touch us now here today. Let your anointing touch our hearts and our spirits. You said when we gather in your name that you are in our midst as well. Now I pray, Heavenly Father, that you will touch these that are here this morning that are in need of a touch of the Master's hand. In Jesus' name, heads bowed, eyes closed all over the building. Are you here this morning and you would be willing to slip up your hand and say, Pastor Gary, I need the touch of the Lord. Here today, I need the touch of the Lord here today. God, God bless you, each one. God bless you, each one. Amen. If you are here this morning, you lifted your hand and you would like to have prayer. I want you to step out into the nearest aisle and come and stand right here in the front of the house of the Lord today. Just, just stand to your feet, come and stand here in front of the house of the Lord. Katie, you have a blanket you want us to pray over. Bring that on up. I thank you, Jesus. Thank you.